Hello and welcome back to the Working On It podcast. This is Spooky Sylvia coming at you with a brand new episode and I know that was really cringy but yes it's the return of Spooky Sylvia. She only comes out once a month, once a year, wait not once a month, you know what I mean, only in October. But yes, hello, happy Monday. This is the second time I'm trying to record this episode. The first time I had the intentions of going back to the bush outside, well behind the bush rather, in my seat to record. So yeah, I went out there and there was like a person in my spot. So I'm like, okay, I'll sit on this bench. And so I'm trying to record on this bench, but then I realized my laptop where my mic is hooked up to is on 5%. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's just leave. So now I'm back in the original, not the original, but you know, back in my room recording. And yes, today's episode is actually really, really exciting. I would say it's up there with the book episode because today I will be talking about music and all of my favorite songs and artists. And I just love talking about music because I feel like it it like represents, you know, it's a big part of my life and I think it's a big part of everybody's lives because, you know, whatever song you hear is like attached to like a particular time in your life or like, you know, the meaning of a song, the lyrics have so much, you know, meaning to you personally and it's just, oh, music is so amazing. So yes, I'm so excited to get into that. But before we get into that, let's do a little life update, but not really, because my life has been the exact same as last episode. I've been doing assignments, submitting them, and then doing more assignments. So it just never ends, but thank you for understanding. There was no new episode last week, and honestly, it's because schoolwork and like recording is the easy part like slight work it's a lot of fun but editing like editing takes so much work and I'm not like complaining or whatever because I enjoy doing it like working on a podcast is me I am working on a podcast like 30 minutes of content requires like two hours of editing and that's mostly just me because I edit and like I'm so particular particular about the way that I edit and I'd rather not put out an episode a week than you know just upload something I'm not proud of so that's I guess like to give you a little (laughs) backstory about why there is no new episode that is why and yes PSA it's something that I've been mentioning in a lot of my recent episodes lately but if you are able to please go vote and just make sure your voter registration and all that good stuff is up to date I last week just submitted my absentee ballot so woohoo and I will leave all of the links as always down below but yeah I would definitely say that the actual election day is your last day if you look at it from like this I guess like way the election day is your last day to vote but like elections are going on right now like we are voting as we speak so don't take you know the actual election day whatever it is depending on your state as you know your first and only day to vote like no If you don't feel comfortable, definitely like request your absentee ballot and vote from home. And yeah, it's just so important because there, again, are a lot of people who don't have the, it might seem like a simple privilege for most Americans. Like, yeah, we vote. Yeah. But like, there are a lot of people who aren't able to. So definitely use your vote to help stand up for those who can't. And again, I will leave all of the information down below. And last but not least, orientation. I know I keep putting off, you know, me talking about orientation but this segment right here will be the last I will not ever but like for a while be talking about it just to like wrap everything up and it's kind of like sentimental because today is actually the last day to submit your application at my school 
for the orientation leave that I did for next year, if that makes sense. So like people applying to do what I did for next year. Today's the last day. And it's bittersweet because it means my time was over, but you know, once an orientation lead, always an orientation lead. But it's like different because it was 2020. We were in the middle of a pandemic and we did everything through Zoom. So it definitely was a memorable experience like I mentioned in my previous episode about the jobs that I've had and what I learned from them. I definitely learned a lot and I think another reason why I keep putting off talking about orientation is because I'm really bad at saying how I feel and you know like the words I say do not accurately depict how I'm feeling inside most of the time especially when they're like really like happy stuff or like when I'm really like passionate or mad or sad or something like that you know what I mean so so like in general in my life (laughs) literally every day of my life but yes but you know what it's time to close this chapter of my life like move on so I would say all in all especially like now I've been getting a lot of snapchat memories of my life last year so fall 2019 and I remember how I felt in those photos and videos like I was genuinely like to sum it up like really unhappy with my life and we'll get into that like that could be a whole other podcast episode let me know if you want to hear it like it was a whole thing so yeah I think like in that time in my life I was like searching for like really meaningful relationships that are like like friendships that are like more than just hey how are you fine how are you like you know what I mean so going through this entire experience I've met so many like 30 plus people that like new friends that I've gained and I love them all so much and I know a lot of them are listening so hello thank you for supporting the working on it podcast please text me if you're listening I would love to know but yeah I think I'm finally ready to not talk about it anymore for now all in all 11 out of 10 would recommend again I don't think I would do it again personally because you know I do want to see where my life takes me in other ventures and it's cool like if you listen to my last episode about the different jobs I've had in college it's so cool to see like you know I've really been like bopping around campus like freshman year I dedicated myself to you know working food service and like rushing a sorority and then I became an RA and then like orientation so it's like these random like departments on campus but I've been able to gain so many cool experiences and I really am so excited to see where my life takes me next one more thing you know it is the working on a podcast so I thought it'd be cool to do a what are we working on segment every week so this segment is going to be in the beginning of the episodes before you know the meat and potatoes part it's just me talking about what I'm working on and you know on my Instagram and on Twitter I'll definitely be asking y'all what you guys are working on this week so for me personally this week something I'm working on is just trying not to stress over things that will happen in the future or like things that pertain to my life like a year from now you know what I mean like there's this underlying anxiety in me like thinking about like all of the things I need to plan for for next year but it's like next year hasn't happened yet like we're still here and it's like something that I'm trying to work on okay I realize that that answer is like kind of a long-term thing I'm working on so I would say like short-term just pertaining to this week is I actually had an epiphany last night where I realized like I haven't gotten my haircut since like January and I 
haven't got my hair colored in a while so you know my hair is like really the color is really grown out and it's really summery I feel like, like my hair is like blonde-ish I just feel like that's not really like a fall vibe so this week I'm definitely going to make an appointment to go get my hair cut and colored you know yeah so that's what's been going on in my life update and what I've been working on definitely let me know via Instagram at working on a podcast and on my Twitter w-o-i-p-o-d what you are working on recently because I would love to hear from you Alrighty, let's get into today's episode Alrighty, let me take off my spooky Sylvia witch hat and put on my young Sylvia DJ hat and talk about music. So music, like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it's just like it's the soundtrack to your life and it's so cool like how you hear a particular song and it takes you back to an exact moment in your life and how you were feeling at that time and it's just it's so amazing that like lyrics can mean something to you, but the same song with the exact same lyrics can mean a totally different meaning to someone else. And oh, that's just so beautiful. In this episode, I will be, it's kind of going to be like my book episode. I have a couple of different categories of my favorite music genres and like songs and albums. And of course, because you know I had to, I made a Spotify playlist that's linked down below in the description of this episode with all of the artists and songs that I talked about today so definitely check that out it's such a fire playlist and I was listening to last night and I was like wow like literally fire so here are the following categories number one music that I listened to as a kid number two music that middle school Sylvia jammed to number three what high school Sylvia listened to number four what college slash current me is into and what kind of music I listen to now and then number five we're going to conclude with my favorite and the best albums in my opinion of all time and like songs like my favorite songs of all time the best songs of all time so yeah alrighty so getting straight into it with music that I listened to as a kid I remember vividly my mom and I at Toys R Us and she bought me a Disney princess CD player and my first album ever CD album of course was Jesse McCartney's Beautiful Soul so definitely that has so much meaning to me I still have that album somewhere in my house Jesse McCartney was by far like Man Crush Monday like still man crush monday low-key high-key i remember him like guest starring on like hannah montana and the sweet life of zach and cody and those were like the best days of my life when those episodes premiered like i just love jesse mccartney and i remember watching like summerland he was like on a tv show and i don't remember watching it then but like a couple years ago like i rewatched it on youtube or whatever because all the episodes were on there and like that show was kind of like corny but it was still good it was good for the time so so yes, Beautiful Soul, Jesse McCartney, Fire album, of course. And, you know, growing up, I listened to the stuff that you would hear on Disney Channel from like Miley Cyrus and Raven Simone. But I definitely remember the first like quote unquote pop song that I heard on the radio and vividly remember for some reason is Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani featuring Akon. Like, 
great song. Don't know why it's one that's ingrained in my memory forever, but yes. And also in my neighborhood, I was friends with this one girl who was like, when I was in first grade, she was in fifth grade. So what is that? Like four years older than me, but she really liked Every Time We Touch by Cascada. Is that her name? That was a bop. That is like a 2000s bop. So definitely a great song as well. So yeah, there's that. But then around like second, third grade-ish was when I liked the Jonas Brothers. And I was definitely a Joe girl growing up. So yeah, I'm different. Like everybody else loves Nick, but I'm hashtag different. But yeah, definitely Joe Bros beautiful. And then also in third grade, I'm going to throw in the concerts I've been to because it's still music related. But in third grade, I saw Corbin Blue, yeah, from High School Musical at the county fair. Like he performed and that was like during the time like he made that movie Jump In, which is about double dutch, which like looking back on it, like what kind of movie, like how did Disney Channel think of that? Like a double dutch movie, but okay. But yeah, so he performed like songs from there and I like remember going to the concert, but I don't at the same time. Like there's like photo evidence of me there, but but I don't remember it. But that was also a thing. So like fourth slash fifth grade Sylvia, that's when I really expanded my social butterfly wings and became friends with like the dudes in my class and the dudes really liked rap music. And so that's kind of how I was introduced to rap music. And I remember specifically Lil Wayne, How to Love by Lil Wayne. Honestly, I had no business screaming those lyrics that passionately in fifth grade like that. Like it's a really good song, but like I had no business, you you know, screaming those lyrics that passionately like that. But yeah, I would definitely say Lil Wayne would definitely have to be my favorite rapper because he was like the first artist of that genre that I listened to. And he's just like really talented. So, so yeah, I would say like that was when I was introduced to rap music, but I didn't really listen to it like that frequently yet at this age or stage of my life. But something that I always wondered is like, I grew up in a city where rap music was the preferred rap and R&B was like the preferred genre of choice like it was blasting in everybody's cars and all my friends listened to it and I always wondered like do I like rap music now because I genuinely like it or because I grew up in a city and like an environment where it was the only thing like the predominant thing that people listen to you know what I mean so let me know your thoughts on that like I think that's an interesting topic like nature versus nurture kind of thing anyways moving on to the second category which is what middle school Sylvia listened to and for the most part like entering sixth grade like I really love Justin Bieber like I think my favorite album would definitely be my world 2.0 like nothing compares to that and I was just a big believer at that time like I watched Never Say Never the movie religiously like I know that Justin Bieber was born March 1st 1994 at 12 56 a.m on a Tuesday by heart like big big fan so seventh grade was when things got kind of interesting because I like most middle schoolers went through a scene phase so I had blue hair I had green hair I had purple hair I had pink hair I had the sweep side bangs you know what I'm talking about if you were seen like you you know those bangs. But at the same time, I was also a big One Direction fan. Like you already know I'm a Directioner. I will make a whole separate episode dedicated to the band in the future. So look out for that. There are so many like great memories attached to One Direction. Like my friends in middle school and how all we talked about was One Direction and like going to, I went to their concert like the summer before eighth grade. So that was a beautiful experience. Like Zane's high note. Oh, beautiful. And like, 
like the whole like Niall doll situation. Like we'll talk about that in a different episode. But in regards to scene music, I would definitely say I was more so a directioner than a scene girl, but I still went through a scene phase. So I loved Sleeping with Sirens. Again, I had the colorful hair and I loved ATL. So All Time Low, Pierce the Veil, Bring Me the Horizon. But like I say that I was slightly a scene kid and not like a full, full on scene kid because I only liked a couple of songs from each band, if that makes sense. And they were like the most popular songs. So was I a scene kid? Like, yes, but like more so a directioner. Like I spent every waking moment like loving One Direction in seventh grade. Something else I did want to mention because it's so underrated was definitely the whole punk ghost pop concept so it was basically a bunch of alternative bands and artists like recreating pop songs and honestly if i had to describe myself in middle school i would definitely describe myself as a punk ghost pop song like they were so good and just definitely my vibe at the time my favorite punk ghost pop song is listed in the playlist down below so definitely check that out it's in the description and as well as all the other artists and music I'm talking about, it's in that playlist. So definitely check that out. But anyways, in the seventh to eighth grade, I discovered We The Kings, which is kind of like an alternative, but still pop band. And I remember like just loving their music and begging my mom after a couple months of listening to them, if I could go to their concert that was coming up. And she said, yes. And I went with my childhood best friend, Morgan. So shouts out to Morgan, if you're listening. Hello girl, hope you're doing well. Yeah, and I remember that concert was definitely my first like grown-up person concert because it was just me and her that went and it was at like this like bar type of thing and there were like a lot of adults <laughs> and I remember like meeting like these band members outside like in a parking lot like it was definitely a time but like don't worry because like Morgan's dad was there too like we were not roaming the streets of Baltimore by ourselves like don't worry but yeah Moving on to high school. So high school, Sylvia really had some exquisite music tastes. So going into high school, I was still kind of seen, still a big One Direction fan. So a lot of One Direction, you know, just the typical pop music. Like this whole time I've been listening to like things on the radio, but I'm just not going to mention it. But um, yeah, lots of One Direction in the ninth grade. And I think somewhere in that time period is when Louis discovered like Five Sauce. So definitely got into Five Sauce for a hot second I was still seen but then like seen went into like what would you even call five sauce like you know when like five sauce fans like wore like black high top converse and like plaid and like yeah that was me um whatever that what is that even called like a grunge wannabe pop punk kind of look if you know what I mean like definitely that was the vibe of five sauce and this is like a total side note no shade no tea but I definitely think like because One Direction discovered five sauce five seconds of summer that you know their fans so like the directioners really gravitated towards them and that was like the majority of their fan base but I feel like the direction that Five Sauce wanted to go into was like a alternative, like I'm going to tour in warped tour kind of situation, not necessarily like One Direction, you know what I mean? Like they're still really good artists and like really successful, but I think like their targeted audience was definitely like a warped tour kind of vibe and not necessarily like a One Direction vibe, if that makes sense. But yeah, sophomore year, lots of Five Sauce. And I think around that time I went on, like it was weird because like I 
listen to five sauce a lot but then i went to their concert over the summer and then like legit after that i stopped listening to them i was like okay time's up we're moving on like it was so weird so also in sophomore year i discovered panic at the disco and i know i'm a little late to the party but Death of a Bachelor was the first album I listened to from Brendan Urie. And oh my gosh, like literally the best album ever. If I'm going to be real with y'all, like I want my first dance when I get married to be Death of a Bachelor, like to Death of a Bachelor. Like Brendan Urie, please come to my wedding. Like I love that song. It's so beautiful. And yeah, and from there I worked my way backwards to This Is Gospel and Vegas Lights, like all of those songs. So sophomore year was a pretty transformative year for me in terms of music I guess because that's when I also got into rap music and a lot of my friends or just people I knew always talked about like Logic and G-Eazy so those were the first two artists that I listened to and all you rap fans out there like I know like please do not clown me because I know like but yeah so G-Eazy in terms of his music the I really liked Tumblr Girls like that was the first song I think I listened to and then a couple of songs off of these things happen but my first actual album that I listened to from him was When It's Dark Out and it's one of my favorite albums and in terms of logic like I loved Under Pressure like beautiful but his first like full album that I listened to was The Incredible True Story and yeah so yeah in high school just like as the years progressed my love for like rap music and like R&B progressed as well and somewhere like this is really random but like somewhere in the mix I think like before like the summer before senior year I saw James Arthur in concert like it's kind of random but like I saw him at the mall so there was that and James Arthur is really talented live like his voice is so pretty and it was a really interesting like it was a random experience but it was still really really good and yeah moving on to our one of our final sections which is college and music I listen to in college and right now so freshman year I remember so like my school like has like concerts like every semester so like there's like a fall no, well, not now obviously but like fall semester we had like a performance come and that year like in past years it was like Jesse McCartney and like another year it was like T-Pain like it was really random but my first semester of college so like fall their performer was We The Kings and if we go back to middle school like we know that like middle school Sylvia loved We The Kings and to hear that they were coming back in concert was so exciting and I remember like entering a contest like I literally just like signed my name on something and then like I was entered into a raffle and I got me great tickets to meet the band let me tell you like I was so hyped and I remember going and the concert was like really intimate because again like not a lot of people know about We The Kings which is like they're so underrated like please go listen to them like they're so amazing but yeah I, I remember going to that concert and then afterwards me oh my friend and I Bridget my friend Bridget yeah hey Bridget um we went and we got to meet the band members and it was so cool because like I got to like talk to them and tell them like hey remember that concert y'all had in Baltimore like in 2013 like I was there and they're like yeah like we remember and it was just like so cool and I got to meet like the lead singer slash vocalist his name's Travis and you know just to tell him like how much his music meant to me and then that was pretty cool like it was kind of a blur like I don't remember but like I remember doing that and I also like middle school Sylvia really 
really wanted these specific lyrics tattooed on her body written out in Travis's handwriting and so it was really like a full circle moment when I got to like ask him like hey like Travis like I really want like these words tattooed on my body like can you write them out like these lyrics that you have like he's like yeah sure and like I didn't end up like getting it tattooed like I had the intention I think somewhere to do it but like he spelled one of the words wrong so like I'm not going to get that tattooed on my body but yeah it's like still cool though that I got to meet them and like just tell them how much their music meant to me in middle school because you know middle school is like a hard time so yeah and I know that you know seventh grade Sylvia would have been like she wouldn't even believe that college Sylvia would like meet Travis Clark and the rest of We the Kings like that's crazy so that was pretty cool so yeah like college in general even in present day I just listen to a lot of rap and R&B I just love the vibes of both of them and they just really get me motivated every day I love like artists like Meg Thee Stallion like let's just talk about how much of an icon she is like in one of her genius interviews I remember her saying like you know like I bring things to the table and I brought the table and I'm just like yes an icon period I love her and yeah so I also love currently artists like okay I high key like I have the biggest crush on Jack Harlow and it probably is because he has a song named Sylvia but or maybe like his accent like his little Kentucky accent like I just love his music and just like other artists that I listen to besides like the popular like rap and R&B artists would definitely be Black Bear um he's so like underrated I feel like his voice is so beautiful like his vocals especially like live like I've never seen him live but like I've like watched YouTube videos like it's so good and he's definitely on like the top of the list of like the best vocalists in my opinion like the person who like owns the list would definitely have to be Brendan Urie like Brendan Urie live wait did I mention that I saw Brendan Urie in Panic at the Disco in concert I did I did in um high school um sophomore year and that was literally life-changing like hearing Brendan Urie's vocals like in person like in the presence like that was like life-changing I can't even Brendan Urie love him yeah other artists that I've been listening to you know I love Harry Styles and Falling by Harry Styles is such a great song and yeah I guess like for now I've just been listening to all of that and R&B and rap and you know a lot of throwbacks so like everything I mentioned on this episode I have been listening to bits and pieces of every artist and it's been really fun to rediscover music that meant so much to me and like to think about like the time that I was in during the discovery of the song if you will so moving on into the last category this category is just like I guess like music that is so good it just needs to be recognized in its own category so this is like its own little like favorites section if that makes sense so for example like the best One Direction album in my opinion would definitely have to be Midnight Memories like the boys did not have to go that hard on Little White Lies like that song is so like powerful honestly and you and I like Zane's high note is so chilling and honestly I'm so glad that I got to see that live in concert when I did so like I said earlier this was my first album so Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney would definitely it has the most sentimental value to me because it was the first CD album I ever bought with you know my first CD player and it just really introduced the musical doors if you will so the best album of all time in my opinion not to me like it's not my favorite 
favorite album, but like the best album written would definitely have to be The Incredible True Story by Logic because of the concept of the album. Like it literally laid out a whole story and every song was fire, but like in between there'd be like scenes of, and just like it's, it's like a whole little story. And I love how like that story really transcends into Logic's future albums. And it was just a masterpiece. And I think it was the first concept album I've ever listened to. So it just like really blew me away that someone was able to not only write really great songs, but also have like a whole storyline attached to it and like a concept throughout that really ties it all together. And I think that really just shows how talented of an artist that Logic is, which leads me into what I think is the best song of all time. And that is definitely a heavy statement for me to say, but the best song of all time that anytime anyone asks me, I say Nikki by Logic and it's not going to make sense until you listen to it like me discussing why it's the best song of all time. So we're going to take a moment right here. Please pause the episode and either click the link down below to the playlist. It's listed in the playlist or just Google Nikki by Logic and have a listen and then keep playing this episode. Okay, so hopefully you went and paused this episode to go listen to it. And now that we're back, like, do you see what I mean when I say this is the best song of all time? Because literally you think he's talking about being in love with this girl and then at the end it was a whole metaphor a metaphor for his addiction to nicotine like excuse me like name a better artist i'll wait like literally that is so like that is genius like i can't even like i just love this song so much like it's so beautifully written and what like the whole concept is like wow like even in between the songs like how he you know makes metaphorical connections to like martin luther king and coretta stock king like but this whole time he's talking about his addiction to nicotine like excuse me like I can't get over like how beautifully and how genius Bobby is for like even coming up with like the idea to write this and you know from the moment I heard the song I knew it was going to be one of my faves for a long time and flash forward to now what is it like so many years later and it still is so last but not least I'll be mentioning my favorite album of all time and honestly this album is one that is so I love it so much like for real for real and it's one that I one of the only ones actually that I can listen to from beginning to end without getting tired of it and I don't have many like albums downloaded to my phone if that makes sense like without wi-fi I can still listen to that kind of like download you know what I mean and this is one of the only albums that is because it's so good and that album is Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone and I know I didn't talk about Post Malone in this episode that much but he is one of my favorite artists and I don't know why but like beer bongs and bentleys i was a senior in high school when it came out and it was like springtime i think and it just like changed my life and it's just so good i listen to it every day on the way home from school and even now i still listen to it all the time and my favorite song on this album is an underrated one i feel like everybody always focused on like psycho or like what else what else did they play on the radio they played a lot of rockstar on the radio which like we get it but like yes all of those songs are good but the best song on the album in my opinion is rich and sad like that song hits like no other and i would say like you know this whole album in general but like rich and sad specifically like it makes me so like sad 
but in the best way possible. Like Post Malone's music makes you so sad in the best way possible, like really in the feels. And it's just such a great album. And I just love it so much. And I just feel like everybody hates on Post Malone, but like for why? Like he's a really talented artist and he just seems like such a nice guy. Like I would want to be best friends with Austin Post, honestly. So yes, Spearbongs and Bentleys, again, is one of the best, like my favorite album of all time. And it's one of those albums I can just listen to without being tired of it. I know I missed a lot of bops and I did that intentionally just so I can make a part two, honestly. So definitely let me know if you would be interested in hearing that. Like I could go way more in depth uh, into my scene phase and that music and make a whole episode dedicated just about my concert experiences because again, like those were story times in of itself and I could go into my favorite rap artists and r be artists and like I didn't even touch on my favorite Chinese music or my favorite Migo or Justin Bieber's Christmas album you know what I mean so it's like I could talk about so much more so let me know again it was so much fun going down memory lane and thinking about all of the songs that I loved listening to throughout my life and click the link down below to a Spotify playlist of all of the songs and artists that I mentioned and so like all the artists I mentioned those songs are my favorite songs from them they're not the popular ones if that makes sense like i put rich and sad when i talked about beer bongs and bentley's but you know the popular songs would be like rockstar or like psycho but like y'all already heard that like i put the ones that are like more like underrated just so you know they're just so good and i i know that you'll love them as well i'm so excited for the episode topics coming up in the future coming weeks and again since we're already on episode 10 woo, we hit double digits if you or someone you know is a business owner or you know has a fun hobby or like does something pretty cool that you want me to interview definitely dm me on instagram or twitter i would love to have guests on my show and of course they will be virtual interviews if you're thinking about it and you don't want to meet me in person because you know we're in a pandemic that's totally fine definitely conduct these recordings via zoom or whatever something like that will work out the logistics but if you or someone you know in mind would be a great interviewee for this podcast definitely let a girl know and as always if nobody has reminded you yet of this today let me be the first to remind you that you are beautiful you are loved and you are put on this earth for a reason and i'm so excited to see how you impact the world in a positive light and i'm rooting for you in all that you do have a great monday everybody and i will talk to y'all next week bye